0: Alright, three, two, one. How's it going, everybody? And welcome back to Nerd Stuff with Ian 2.0 Podcast. And as always, I'm your host, Ian. And today's episode, we're actually going to talk about a very recent release of a comic book called Batman Catwoman Number no. One by Tom King and artist Clay Mann. And the reason why I picked this one up is more so in the fact that, or at least I wanted to talk about it, was more so I had heard about it, and the premise was that Tom Tom King was penned to pretty much introduce the Phantasm into the larger DC Universe. And for you who are curious, the Phantasm comes from the 1993 movie Batman Mask of the Phantasm, and essentially, if you haven't seen it, it is arguably one of the best DC anime movies ever made. And it's the reason why the DC animated movie universes have been as amazing as they have. So I highly suggest if you have not watched it, go check it out. 'Cause it's just a fantastic movie and it's probably within my it's a it's my number one for top ten DC animated films. And it is at least to me, that's what I claim it as. I could put in, like... I can't really put in, like, live-action films. I kind of try to separate animated from live-action. But it's just that good. And Tom King, of course, was penned to introduce the Phantasm. And Andrea Beaumont. Who, if you haven't seen the movie, watch it. Andrea Beaumont is the excellent... It's, like, the first... Quote unquote love of Bruce Wayne's life. And that was more or less her character. Now there is more to it in the actual movie, but I don't want to spoil it for you. If you have not watched it, go watch it. You can find it on Blu ray, DVD. I'm sure there's, I think it was on Netflix for a while. I mean, it, there's ways to find it if you have to. Definitely. I think it might be on HBO Max if you have that, but definitely find it, watch it. It's a just a great film so let's get to the comic book in general kind of just basic premise so batman catwoman number one parents say a dc black label book it was supposed to be the last 12 or so issues of tom king's run and just his way of introducing the phantasm and more or less the batman's past and you can tell tom king has a soft spot for batman mask of the phantasm because he knows the story he knows the key players in all honesty you know he knows it's batman andrea beaumont and the joker being the three key ones this time he just throws in catwoman and if you had followed his original you know 85 issue batman run he's kind of in a lot of ways let up now was it the best a lot of people love the first 50 issues the back half not as much he's kind of got some controversy and or actually even say controversy a lot of people kind of just they felt like his run initially was more slowly became him as batman and his own emotional struggles which i think to be honest if you're a writer in a lot of ways it's going to sooner or later it's going to happen where you're writing from a place of, this character could be me. And I think that it's not a bad thing. And I think that sometimes you can have great work put out of that. But a lot of people just felt like it was just him putting out all this stuff. And, you know, mischances chances of Batman and Catwoman finally getting married, where DC had built it. All sorts of craziness that happened within his run on Batman I will definitely say, if you, if you want a, a, if you want to read a more recent run of Batman, and you're looking for something that you feel like could be a little easier to follow, I would, I would probably still suggest Scott Snyder's run on Batman, but I think if you want like the more darker, brooding, more action-filled one, then Tom King is more or less for you. I definitely think you have two good runs from two writers that took back to back. So if that's what you're looking for, definitely can suggest one or the other. Scott Snyder definitely does a better job of the more fear and mental games, while Tom King's more on the, you know, mental anguish and like action. It's kind of a weird way to put it. But let's get back to the story. So, within this first issue, you're pretty much Batman and Catwoman. They're tasked with more or less finding Andrea Beaumont's 14 year old son. And you're, throughout it, you're getting these flashbacks between, you know, a future time with an older Selena with a cat driving to meet an older guy at a retirement home. Then you have her with Batman and. A present time. You have all these different timelines going on. But the basic premise is. Batman and Catwoman have to find. Andrea Beaumont's 14 year old son. You know Bruce feels obligated to it. Because that's his first love. And. At the end. He. You see where. Andrea digs up the Phantasm costume. You see it. And they definitely, you can, t- I'm trying to think how I want to word this well, because this is one that I'm going to have to suggest. If you buy the actual issue or you read it, you should reread the first issue a couple times because there's a lot of things that he does and it kind of, with it, Tom can kind of does the idea of what future past present and he's, he's mixing the timelines up together, and a lot of people have gone as far as a goal, It could be different universes. They, they honestly don't know because he time skipped and wasn't a linear path of the story. It was kind of just boom, 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 boom. I'm gonna pop around everywhere, but I'm gonna have great artwork and give some sort of story in there. And it's definitely interesting. And I, that's why I kind of gave you guys like the basic premise of Batman, Catwoman tasked to find Andrea Beaumont's fourteen-year-old. That's more or less. I'm gonna leave it as because it's non-spoilery, and I feel like you you guys be at the end. You like, oh, well, you said Andrea Beaumont digs out the phantasm costume. That's as much as I'm gonna tell you for that. But I feel like. If this is something that kind of catches your eye and you're kind of or catches your interest, where you're like, "Hey, I remember re- watching Batman Mask of the Phantasm," or, "Hey, I've I've always kind of been curious about the Phantasm characters—the first time it's going to be introduced—and like actual like the main DC universe, not like the animated books or anything like that—then I definitely suggest reading it. I will definitely say the first issue. It's besides the the time flips or time universe flips, whatever you want to call it, there's also you you feel like there's a, a bigger story that's being told, but you also don't feel like the twenty nine twenty-nine pages that you were given to read kind of quantify the how do I put this The cohesiveness. I definitely feel like. And I've kind of heard this from a couple other people. I feel like the trade for this book. Is going to be way better. Than the actual. Like the trade paperback or hardcover. Might be better than. The individual issues. Now you could still collect it in individual issues. And then reread it again at the end. I think that's one way of definitely. Circumventing. That problem. But. Definitely All right, I'll give pros and cons. Good. The best thing I love about it is we're finally giving getting uh Andrea Beaumont and the Phantasm introduced into the into the main DC universe. Or at least wherever you want to call it. I don't know how Black Lab wants to fit into it, but it's taking place within it. I also don't mind the story too much. I like the characters that were picked. I like the fact that Tom King definitely showed admiration and love towards Batman Mask of Phantasm. I think the artwork stands out on its own. And I definitely feel like that it. if you're somebody who's looking for a good, well-drawn book. And you just finished reading Three Jokers. And you're like, hey, what's the next Batman story that I want to get in on? And it's not like a main continuity story. Then. I would suggest. This. But I will definitely say. If you do pick up the first issue. Be prepared for the long haul. This is not one of those. Like oh yeah this would be done on like three or four issues. Like no this is a 12 issue maxi series. Essentially what that means is. It's a 12 issue limited series. Each issue is a part of a 12 part story that's going to all come together at the end. Is more or less what it is. And I definitely say the first issue doesn't really give that much of, like, hey, I should continue to read it. To me, it kind of did, but I've had a couple people have had very hit or miss to blah towards this first issue. And I think it's one of those where I think that the premise is good, but I think he just tried to do a little too much and kind of bounced around too much without keeping it very straightforward and linear. That's like really the bigger issue I think I have with it. Other than that, I think it's a good story so far. I think it's definitely interesting, and I think it will, end of the day, I think it'll be something that If you do wait for the tray paperback or the hardcover or whatever, and you pick it up, it'd be worth getting. Now, again, I preface, watch the Batman the Mask of the Phantasm movie. Definitely, I feel like, at the end of the day, I think the Mask of the Phantasm movie will still do better than the book. But I'm curious to see what's going to happen. Now, as for, I guess, I'll throw in this as a back half portion of it. Do I feel like there's too many limited series Batman stories that aren't being written in the main line? To be honest, I do. I mean, I feel like DC's really doubled down on their Batman. And, I mean, I'm like the next guy. I really do love Batman's character. I appreciate what he's able to do. I appreciate what some writers take very good liberties of making and doing with him, but I, at the end of the day, I feel like there is a lot of Batman stories, and a lot of times, I feel like it's harder for, you know, people, if they're trying to get into Batman, to really get into that, and find where to start with reading Batman, I I stick with that statement because I think there is a little too much. I mean, I could definitely tell you guys. Oh yeah, Detective Comics and Batman; those should be your main two. But when I've got Batman, it's Beyond the Grave. I've got Batman and Three Jokers. I've got Batman and Catwoman, Batman and the Outsiders. I've got uh, Dark Knight's Metal, which of course stars Batman. Uh, you've got a lot of titles that are bat-focused. And I think that... Yeah. Everyone loves Batman, but I feel like that's kind of the bigger issue that's going to come up. is How do I tell you as a reader or listener what Batman store to pick up that hasn't already been told? That I feel like circumvents... Other Batman stories. And to me I think that's my bigger struggle and issue with that. That's how I kind of wanted to throw this on. With the Batman Catwoman. Because. I think it makes sense. I mean you guys have seen. You know there's. Tons of Batman stories. Tons of like limited series. Couple issue runs of it. You know. DC Black, that is pretty much run off the back of Batman. You know, you've had... You've had Batman Damned. You've had Batman Last Night on Earth. You've had... You know... Batman Beyond the Grave. You've got... uh Batman Killer Smile. You've got all a lot of... Batman-centric titles. Even Batman White Knight and Batman Curse the White Knight. And... I think that it's one of those where, I think that maybe, and it's just my thought, tone it back a little bit, because I think at the end of the day, you're diluting your own product. I get it. People are still going to read the stories. So like I, To be honest, I still, and I stand by a statement, Batman White Knight and Batman Curse of the White Knight by Sean Gordon Murphy, two great stories. Two good stories where if you really wanted to really get in line, you really wanted to follow Batman the Animated Series, you feel like you're back in it again. He does that. He does a great job of it. You've also got Batman the Adventure Continues with Paul Dini, Alan Burnett. Guys that they worked on the original Batman the Animated Series. You have them doing their own. You've got a lot of different stories. And I think that, mm, I'm trying to think how I want to word this. I think that, like I said before, you're diluting too much and it's harder for, let's say, a kid trying to get into Batman or a new reader who might be a little older trying to be like, hey, you know, I want to read some Batman. Where do I want to go? You know, at the end of the day, I think that to me, I think is harder. Now, it's not nearly as bad as it used to be. Like, if you were reading Batman in the 80s and 90s, and like, let's say you read like Nightfall or Batman Nightfall or No Man's Land, like, you had Batman, Shadow of the Bat, Detective Comics, Batman. You had like 20,000 Bat titles. And they all had to be circumventing and running together. And it probably didn't help. Some people did not appreciate that. But end of the day they still sold so i don't know to me i feel like they should cut back on batman at least for a little while let you know i'm glad that they're that we're getting good stories that are you know good bat stories batman stories i feel like that they can stand on their own that they should be out there and i definitely feel like that they're good ones worth reading but i also want to see more you know green lantern i want to see the flash i want to see wonder woman like wonder woman had a uh, a great title wonder woman dead earth it's a dc black label book definitely if you have not checked that out give that a shot like that's like they they did wonder woman justice in that one I want to see a little more Superman. Like, you know, we got Frank Miller's Superman Year One. That was kind of it. You know, I kind of want to see, at least to me, I want to see just different characters being utilized. And I think, to me, I think that'll help out with kind of the more centric stories that can be told. You know, yeah, there was Batman, or I should say the question, the death of Vic Sage. Not a bad story, but I also don't feel like that's going to get everyone's attention because unless you're a big fan of the question from the Just Seek series, or you're like, hey, I've always wanted to read the question, then yeah, that, then not many people are going to want to read that. I just think that. I kinda want to lean a little less on Batman. Maybe get like a Batgirl, a Nightwing. You know, some other stories within the Black Label that are just good stories for people to want to get on. At least that's just my opinion. So then I'm gonna close this one up. Hopefully you guys didn't feel like this was just a giant ramble fest or anything like that. So that being said, you know, thank you guys again for listening. And uh you know, you guys know where to find me either on Comics Amino or you can find me on, you know, Twitter, Facebook. You can always email me at nerdstuffwithin. I think it's nerdstuffwithin at com. You know, there, there's plenty of ways to find me. So, with that being said, thank you guys again for listening and have a great day. Later.